Welcome to another episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast. Today I have Kat with me. Finally. I know. Oh my gosh. So Kat and I, (laughs) we went to college together. And since graduating, we have been keeping in contact all the time. And every time we're like, oh, my cat, I got to interview you for my podcast. And it never happened until today. It's been months. <laughs> it really it happened. took the kids to go to school to do this. Right, exactly. <laughs> Girl. Mm-mm. That's why I was happy when you were like 10 in the morning. I'm like, 10? Yes, please. Yes. Because <laughs> kids are gone. <laughs> Prime time. Right. Because every time I try to do it, record in the afternoons or evenings, they get their second one when they come home. Like, hey, I'm going to ask for everything under the sun. And then once you're done recording, I got nothing to say to you. Like, really? <laughs> really? The whole hour that I've been here recording, y'all asking me for snacks, tissues. Where's my where's my shoes? You ain't going nowhere, but what you need your shoes for? Right. But, <laughs> so this is definitely prime time, cat. <laughs> we getting it. We got it. We're here, finally. We are here. So today, I wanted to talk with Kat because everyone that I've been interviewing all the moms, I like to get everyone's perspective on parenting because, you know, everybody parents differently. And even though we do, a lot of what we do is kind of the same. And we're always thinking that we're alone in this parenting journey. But um, I know that a lot of parents, you may have parents from two different backgrounds. I know I do. I'm from Ghana. My husband is born in America so our customs are kind of different but there are some things that we do that are the same there's other things that are kind of different so merging the two can sometimes be it's not hard because you know we talk it out but it's like oh you got to look at it in a different way yes exactly and sometimes I'm just like at least for me I have to think about okay well in my culture this is what we would do but you know the kids were born here so which which way should we raise them and a lot of times I like to incorporate both because I don't want them to lose their Ghanaian heritage and of course their American heritage so they have they have to know the two and I know for you Kat your kids are (laughs) half Vietnamese half Puerto Rican but American so we're everything Right, you're right? like so, the Big Apple, pretty much. Yeah, girl. <laughs> the melting oh, pot there. <laughs> but it's like kind of different because I'm first generation. My parents came here as immigrants, but my husband, his dad grew up in Puerto Rico, but came here early enough, I guess, to, you know, adapt and be brought up as American. Mm-hmm. Um, but his mom was born here, born and raised here. So oh, okay. he was brought up. A mix, I think, because like his mom's parents are like born and raised in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and they came here as immigrants. So his mom is American, mm-hmm. but his dad is kind of Puerto Rican, but mm-hmm. also American. But then like my parents are straight up Vietnamese mm-hmm. and I grew up like brought up as a Vietnamese American. Like my parents babysat my kids a lot when they were younger and they pick up on like Vietnamese words and stuff. Um, but they don't pick up on like Spanish too much because they weren't around his parents or his grandparents. That's like babysitting wise. Right. Um, it is is tough though, because we're two different cultures. Right. I'm sure. Like me, I grew up as like 
even though I'm the fourth kid out of five kids, mm-hmm. I'm like the eldest because I'm the first daughter. Like uh, I take on responsibilities uh, for my family. Right. Um, it took them a while to understand that. And then like trying to teach the kids is tough because, you know, he's he's coming from a different world while I'm like, I got to bring up Riley in a way where she's going to be responsible for Aiden. Right. And us, because when we get older, you know, she's going to typically for Vietnamese culture, she'll be taking care of us. Right. You know? Uh-huh. Um, but it's so different because, like, every holiday is different. Mm-hmm. Like, Thanksgiving was nothing to us because it's just, you know, an American holiday. Holiday, right. You know? Exactly. You have turkey. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> yes. Off from school, we have, like, <laughs> ethnic food. <laughs> but his side, you know, they eat the traditional turkey, rice, sweet potatoes. I mean, his grandma will cook like rice and beans and stuff, but they don't do anything too out of the American tradition. Mm. But we have to see them, you know, like his mom is like big on like, we got to see each other during the holidays, even though, you know, we got to see the kids. Right. My parents are like, listen, if you see us, you see us. You <laughs> it's all right. Like, you know, we got, we got different lives here too. And we want right. to do stuff with our kids and start new traditions, but it's hard to balance you know right right and like he doesn't understand we have like lunar new year so new year's isn't that big for for us january 1st Mm -hmm. not that big lunar new year huge right i want them to go to church with my mom and my parents Mm -hmm. because we go to vietnamese church and they do like the big lion coming down the aisle you giving out money to everybody oh wow yeah, so I try to keep everything like you, you know, like you try to keep everything cultural when you can. Right. But it's tough because I'm at the stage also where if I want to give Riley like egg rolls or like steamed buns for lunch, she's like, oh, I don't want to because I don't know what they're going to say. And I'm like, you just tell them mm-hmm. what that is. Right. You got to eat. Girl. <laughs> and it's so hard because although there's a bunch of kids from all over the world, Mm-hmm. Here in America, it's difficult because that look that you hear my daughter over here banging. <laughs> See, I told you, I told she was quiet. She was quiet. <laughs> she was waiting to hear you talk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, this girl! But it's okay. Whatever. At least she's. It claiming. is called the mom cast. It's not like I know <laughs> exactly. Know? So. This is what I've said from the very beginning when I started this. Listen, y'all, y'all gonna hear, you know, know. right. If a kid is home, y'all gonna hear it. So y'all gonna have to be okay with this. Right. This this is real life. (laughs) (laughs) 24-7. Right. Because it never stops for me. So. (laughs) (laughs) None of us. None of us. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So. Even though there's like kids from all over the world within the U.S., it's really difficult sometimes raising kids when you're from a different culture because, like your daughter, you know what is what are the other kids mm-hmm. gonna think? It's like whatever. Yeah. Like when I first started having my kids wear traditional African clothing, like mm-hmm. they would wear it to church, and um, sometimes they. Because the school that they all, because at one point they were all going to the same school, they have a school where it's called a world in a school because all the students are from like literally everywhere in the world. <laughs> like they have a child from every country, um, practically. 
and um they have like a yeah and it's really great because i saw they would have like different cultural nights and you know the parents and the kids will come and their cultural just like clothing and food and things like that and just kind of um really celebrate all the differences and that's what i really appreciate about that school but it's hard because you don't you want your kids to be okay with who they are in regards to you know where they're from where they come from but yeah. also you got to remember they're 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 also half american <laughs> right <laughs> and um other people don't understand the, the different cultures and things like that but that was my big thing okay if you are going to church or something in the traditional african clothing i don't care what anybody's going to say like oh my goodness you know their thing is they're going to laugh at me no they're not and if they do you speak up about it like this is your culture we're not going to erase it just to make right. other people feel happy about themselves but then like it makes you think like what is it to be american right aren't we like founded technically on like a melting pot exactly so like they should be comfortable bringing what they want from lunch or what they're wearing it's just that a majority of whatever you know whoever's in their school mm-hmm. isn't doing that but also like the teachers in riley school are majority caucasian so right even preschool even though like her sp- her teacher was spanish her preschool teacher and her assistant was greek mm-hmm. like they weren't aware of like what my mom's egg rolls look like or like what she was bringing to school even though they were you know caucasian well right. the other ones greek but you know and i was just like well it's food i mean like if you go to any restaurant here a different restaurant they're gonna serve different food Foods, right exactly but you know i think after she had gotten like questioned about like what it was from her preschool teacher she started getting embarrassed or even like scared you know but i was just like Aww. you know it's you know food you eat it's good just say you know grandma made it and tell them what it is it's tough though you know because they don't want to be the weird kid out they really don't and i try this is why i try to tell my kids like you're special because the other kids can't say well i mean the other kids in their school they can because (laughs) their school is filled with (laughs) (laughs) you you caught yourself i I know i'm like wait a minute not that school uh well my daughter's new school and also you know the other kids out in the community like they can't say hey you know this is where i'm from i'm like see they're not as um special as you because all they can say is i'm american whereas you you have you're half american half Ghanaian. you have a different culture you have a lot of things to you whereas they don't and i'm not trying to put down y'all calm down and I'm not trying to put down the American right. culture. I'm right. just saying. <laughs> Every this child is this more background. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So that, that's the one thing. And I think once they realized that and then they felt comfortable in being okay and wearing the African clothes and just different things and even right. trying the African food, they have been so much like oh mommy can I wear this because my sister makes a lot of um, my sister and my mom will make a lot of things and they'll send it so um, they'll have it and now they are happy to wear it when they have to go to church Mm -hmm. or wherever because people are always like oh my goodness your outfit is so nice and yeah we made it for you and da 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 and you know when they first did it like your daughter's teachers yeah people would ask questions 
And I'm like, well, right. just think of it another way. Maybe they're they're mm-hmm. questioning because they're curious. So explain it to them. And then once they know, I'm going to need them not to ask no more questions later on. So. <laughs> right, right. And they can probably, like the teachers, can maybe like Google it themselves. Exactly. You like, know? well, this is what it is. But if you need more information, there's something called Google and it has vast information for you. <laughs> <laughs> we live in the world of technology. Exactly. <laughs> but that's so sad okay. that your daughter felt bad. Yeah. I mean, she's just shy naturally. Right. So I think she took it as, you know, right. Like you said, just word it and make it a different way. Like look at a different perspective. Like, you know, they're just curious. Right. Which, you know, it is what it is. But I also like, we I teach her like how these words are in Vietnamese. So she knows. And then she also knows it in English. So she knows like in school, if someone asks her, she'll say it in English rather than Vietnamese. Okay. And I'm just like, well, you could tell them both. So they right. learn. Right. I mean, you know, we're going to come to the point, maybe not now, where it's going to be English and all these languages mm-hmm. that are becoming more dominant especially in new york because we live in like the melting pot state exactly you know so (laughs) eventually we're all gonna like connect and click it's just that you know you have to find the right school and teachers like her school now her class is like split up between i think she's the only asian to be honest in her class (laughs) but the others are caucasian or spanish so well lisa has half half of her culture and then the other half is I don't know. I gotta find them. <laughs> but, but it's there. I mean, you know, like I try to expose her as much to and aid into as much, in, you know, Vietnamese culture. So like the Lunar New Year, mm-hmm. uh, when they see my parents, they don't, we don't eat out. They eat what they cook. Mm-hmm. And that's the top foods that they usually ask for. Like if my mom's coming over, they ask for whatever she makes. Like, oh, that's they awesome. They want to ask for like nugget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they enjoy it, you know? That's awesome. Um, I like we're trying. It's just hard, you know. It it is. It is. And I feel like it's 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 good and bad. Not bad. It's good and hard Mm -hmm. when it's two different backgrounds because it's like you don't know. You don't wanna you want it to be equal where they know, you know, both backgrounds. And it's just navigating through that. And especially your kids, because they're so young. So it's like, you want to expose them early so that as they get older, they don't forget any of this. Yeah. And they wait until, exactly. If you wait until they're older, by that time, it's like, yeah, they're not going to absorb nothing. Exactly. Like, yeah, like the language they go to. Yeah. When they go to my husband's grandparents, they know they're going to get Spanish food. Mm hmm. I mean, I try to cook Spanish food, but then, you know, it's not going to be, like, authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. Like, you can never replicate, like, your mom's cooking either. Like, oh, there's something different all. about Girl. old school cooking. Mm-hmm. Even though if you follow it to a T, and you know they don't do measurements. Like, my mom would be like, put a spoon. And I was like, okay, how big is this spoon? Right. <laughs> man. Like, I remember... Um, my husband and my kids kept wanting me to make this um, um, ganyan jollof rice. Everybody always wants me to make it. I'm like, listen, I don't make it like my mama. So it ain't gonna come out the same way. So I had to call her. (laughs) I I had to call her and she was on like a video call the whole entire time I was making this. And I'm like, you you already know, I am not gonna remember this. 
But you know what? Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's you been all these... <laughs> right. I really should have. Now that I think about it, like, darn it. <laughs> and I started to and I didn't. I'm so mad because well, I'm like. If I go up there, can you make it for me? Huh? Oh. If I go up there, can you make it for me? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can make other stuff. I can't make that now. I can't make that. And I need all you all you gunnians don't come for me because listen, I can make it separate. I can't make it together, which is the weirdest thing. And my mom is like, how? Because you just made it. You just put it together. Because there's a stew and then the rice. I can make the rice. Yeah. I can make the stew. But if yeah. I have to put it together, I burn it. Or the flavor no, changes. And I don't know how. I don't know how that happened. But you know what? Rice like, is like a different a whole different thing it really is like it's delicate and if you don't get it right it is and the recipes that you are using it for it's gonna taste disgusting so yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'm like listen i'll make it separate and then y'all mix it together my husband's like but it's not the same you're supposed to put it together yeah but you're not gonna get it in this house when your mom comes and maybe you're someone right all the time when my mom when we go down there Oh, when she comes up, that's the first thing he asked her for. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad yeah, you I mean, know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, compromises here. Pick and choose, pick and choose. Exactly. Oh, my God. You want to eat today or you don't want to eat today? Because if you want to eat today, it's going to be separate. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's going to be separate and still taste good. And he's like, it's still good. But, you know, you just got to learn. I'm like, nope. No, that's it's just not going to happen. <laughs> just enjoy it the way I'm making it. Okay, that's right. all. <laughs> right. At least y'all stomachs are full. <laughs> I mean, I just hope, like, our kids appreciate what we try to do for them yes. with our culture. Yes. And that we're not trying to make them seem, you know, weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I mean, yeah, we get it. Like, we're in America, but at the same time, but we're hopefully also... these schools start incorporating right these cultures and they're yeah. right so these kids don't feel like oh well if i come here i gotta conform to what's going on here and it's like right. no you don't you're who you are right. enjoy who you are and yeah. be happy in your specialness because that's what you are you're special because you have yeah. all these cultures within you so yeah you're not gonna find a lot of Puerto Rican Vietnamese. I mean, I do. I mean, my nieces are Puerto Rican Vietnamese too. So, but you really don't find a lot, though. No, except in no. New York City. In New York City, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You kind of. I guess we're like an outlier. You gotta take a bunch of and grab it. We're just a different breed over here. It really is. Oh my gosh. So does your brother do the same thing with your nieces with trying to incorporate both? Yeah, I mean, we try to, ever since they were born too, like we take them to like the church whenever it's been in here, we try to like, I mean, if you see like different places, like they try to put up decorations and stuff when it's been in here, but uh, we take them to like Vietnamese restaurants, we try to expose them to different foods. I mean, that's like the best we can do. I mean, they see our parents whenever they can. It's tough because my brother moved to a suburban area. I mean, I'm in a suburban area now, but mine is more diverse, but he's more like north of me. Mm-hmm. So his schools are like Caucasian, like everything. Aww. Except for like his school, the elementary school is a little mixed, a little Spanish too, but majority are Caucasian. Right. Like my niece last year, 
had gotten kind of like a racist remark to her about her not knowing to speak English or spelling English even though she was in the fifth grade already she'd been through these schools and these classes with this one kid he was like Caucasian redhead but my niece was like she made like a comment back you know like a smart comment good listen she didn't let it go but it made me angry to be like why did this kid feel like he could say that even though it's like you're months into school obviously she's speaking English and have been writing you're in the same classes and that's the hardest thing because other kids haven't been exposed to different cultures so when I see someone from somewhere it's either one (laughs) of two things they're either curious and they'll ask a lot of questions to learn which is great or they get very like entitled right like um like something you know like I feel the need that I can say this to you because or maybe because you know like majority school is Caucasian right so he felt like he was gonna get away right he's gonna get away with it and it's like "Mm, no you're no better than me we're on the same level right let's let's not please right and that's the hardest thing about raising um children with different backgrounds um yeah in a place where they're not the majority because they kind of feel like where do they fit in because they have this background that background and they're here in an environment where you know like you said the majority are all Caucasian and -hmm. there's not that many of one or the other of their either Spanish or Vietnamese so they can't say like oh at least there's these two mixes where I can fit in but it's like there's not so now they got to develop their own identity and that's kind of hard and that's difficult to try to help your children navigate especially at a small age and like you can't teach them to like you know me I'm already (laughs) older so like I'll say something back right but you know like (laughs) they're young you know if they say something back and it's the wrong thing they're gonna get in trouble or right. something, you know, disciplined. You don't know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. But it is tough. And, you know, we always want to be able to protect our kids, but we can't. We try, though. We yeah. definitely try. <laughs> Girl, I signed up as class parent, so I will be there for events. <laughs> right. I'm like, listen, I will. I definitely try to go to, like, all their events and stuff like that and I encourage my husband to go too because yeah I'm like I want people to see now we are both involved we right. will both be here and let something happen you're gonna see these two faces right. so I'm gonna need you to get used to these two faces because yes yeah because we, we yeah we're not we don't let things fly so <laughs> I remember when my <laughs> daughter started her new school all the parents the first day all the parents would drive up and the kids would get out and then they would leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, that's not me. So my mm-hmm. husband was like, all right, well, yeah, let's walk into the door. And we looking around, my daughter's like, but nobody else's parents are walking into the door. And I'm like, do you know who your parents are? We don't care. <laughs> so we weird, don't because like up here, they don't really let you walk anyone to the door. You're like out and then that's it. Like, that's really just what it this- is. Thing that like you just drop your kid and you're good to go and in preschool last year like we didn't know that that we dropped the kids and they're good to, like it was her first day of school we didn't know that we were just dropping her at the door and we didn't right. say bye to her we thought we were able to walk in oh. and they said no we don't do that here and I was like what 
I was like, this is her first day of school. Right. Like, I want to know anybody. Man, I looked through every window until she got to <laughs> I was not leaving. I was like, I don't know what this is, but right. to me, I'm like, no, 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 no. I need to make sure she's in the class. They know who she is. And they're just not, you know, like pushing her to the side. And so exactly you know right and that's how her school was like the parents were just driving up kids get out they stand outside or once the doors open they go inside and get breakfast and i'm like "Mm, i'm not too Mm -mm. comfortable with that because um yeah a bunch of kids are standing outside a lot can happen you know yes so we stayed with her and then we finally once we saw that it was time to go we were the only parents that walked our child to the door and the principal's like the vice president well was the principal he's like so who's coming to school today you two or her and i'm like her but we're gonna walk her to the door (laughs) but we walking her to the door this is her first day like how these parents just letting these kids out be like bye drive away maybe their 50th day i'll still wait for her to walk through the door right I'm not leaving until she's in. (laughs) Right. If I'm driving her, I'm going to walk her if Mm -hmm. I can. Okay. So relax. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's different because we're like, yeah, we're from different cultures too, right? So Mm -hmm. us versus other parents. Right. They're cool with like dropping the kids. They're like, oh, they'll be fine. Like when Riley started kindergarten, they're like, she's taking the bus, right? And I was like, I need to discuss that with my husband. Mm Mm-hmm see if we're comfortable and they're like oh it's gonna be fine and I was like how's it gonna be fine this girl is going on the bus with older kids there's right. only her other kids and the bus driver there's no bus monitor to be like oh she's here like yeah that's yeah. what if something happens you know mm-hmm. it's like this doesn't make sense in my mind and I was just like yeah this isn't you know she's on a bus with strangers mm-hmm. we grew up where our parents like dropped us off Right, or walk to sure we were school. There. Yeah, yes. Or we had siblings that were with us all the time too, because mm-hmm. man, I have four other siblings. It's not like we were alone at any time. Right, like we all went you to know? the same school. We all were in the same neighborhood. So I know when I grew up, like all my cousins and my my at the time it was just me and my sisters. Like we all went to the same school. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the crossing guard knew our family because yeah they all she already knew so if something yeah. happens like oh i know your mama i know yours too i know your daddy too so yeah so it's like it's that's different. the kind of presence i want that this school to have about like me and like my husband you yeah. know yeah like even though my husband i sent him to they had to meet the parent meet the teacher night mm-hmm. and i said well i already met this teacher and i know her school you should go Right. You should see how this school is. So he he dressed up, slacks, button up, <laughs> and he's like, "That's right." It's different for me. Um, Puerto Rican man, you're Asian. You can probably go on Crocs and you'd be all right. <laughs> but, but me, I'm a dress up to show that, you know, I'm an educated person. Person, exactly. I'm sending my daughter here, and it's and, sad that he has to do that. Right. No. And then like I was like, that is so true. Because we, you know, even though I'm Vietnamese and he's, you know, Puerto Rican, I probably am seeing different compared to uh-huh. him. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's kind of sad because, you know, our, our daughter's color, she's tanned. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wonder if, like, anyone else sees her 
differently you know right but luckily her class is you know mixed a little bit but at the same time i'm like what about the upper admins and stuff you know because you know right. they're, they're all not diverse culture, right mm-hmm. yeah they're not as diverse so, that's how like my um like i said earlier all my kids at one point went to the same school and that school we made sure well at least I made sure I told my husband listen if they're having something we're both gonna go or Mm -hmm. you go or I go because I want to make sure people know because you know the one thing people always come back to is oh um, black kids don't have their fathers involved I'm like nope you are an involved father and we are together so they are not about to be like oh she's a single mother nope not at all so if there's there's a school night of something or a parent something, nah, we both going. Yeah. <clears throat> and even parent teacher night, if I went, I'm like, oh, he's on the phone. We're yeah. we're both present because it's not just yeah. one parent. And it's so sad that we gotta that we have to do that when you're from right. a different background to just show right. these things. But that's just life. It's like we have to do extra. Ooh, exactly. Just to make it seem like we're involved or you know. Mm-hmm. we're gonna adapt to this American culture where we need to go to all these things because like thinking about it like my parents they didn't really speak English mm-hmm. how would they have known had if there was an event every week do they have time every week because no. they're like picking up odd jobs trying to just keep up with you know everything and like here I'm like man do they think we don't work sometimes like right <laughs> like, sometimes these times are crazy yeah like they had a back to school day and it was definitely in the middle of the day I'm like luckily my my work schedule is flexible and on that day I was able to go but my husband's like well I work and I don't have that flexibility so he couldn't come so he was kind of annoyed but I'm like it's all right they've seen us at this school since the girls were pre-k so (laughs) right so I think they know you guys are present all right (laughs) (laughs) It's the if they don't school. know by now, it's right? A it's, right. It's the new school that now. Okay, we got to make our presence known. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, right here. <laughs> right. Like I was looking through like programs they did, like a PTA. Oh, now you hear like a dinosaur in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw construction going on in the bathroom. <laughs> um, I saw like the PTA when they put out like things that they try to do and one was like Chinese cultural something so I was like how many Chinese students they got here I'm like it just don't gotta be Chinese like in my mind so I'm like oh something needs to change here mm-hmm. like even if I gotta say something because I'm just like why is that think he's Chinese or like this is like all the same when I'm sure it is not all the same right right we don't speak Chinese we don't do the same thing you know Right. I mean, I'm glad they're trying to like do something Asian, but at the same time, you just put like a big stamp that is just Chinese and I'm like, Mm-mm. like, how about you ask um, first and see, right? What you know, see what the background of these students are. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was just like, I don't know, but it's like you know, we're starting from like a wheel, like you mm-hmm. gotta like incorporate everything because mm-hmm. these schools aren't equipped to be open to what our kids are they're 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 not and kind of like what you just said earlier I feel like they do the just the broad overview of different cultures 
instead of, okay, how about you ask Riley, hey, what's your background? So, because we noticed maybe you are the only Asian and to us it's like, all we know is Chinese. So let's do something Chinese, but you're probably not from China. So let's find that out. Right. Instead of doing it and thinking, oh, she's going to be happy because we did like, no, because that's not, that's not my culture. (laughs) Let's look up your mom's last name real quick because mine is hyphenated. Oh, exactly. So So it's like, uh... That yeah. should tell you. <laughs> not Spanish. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, you know, I mean, I did, it is, it's probably a lot, but at the same time, maybe it's not because, you know, we do have like Google and tech to be looking into and even the surveys that they send out to like parents, like mm-hmm. asking if your kid is like Asian or mm-hmm. Hispanic or blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe they can make it a little bit more. Okay, if you are Asian, where are you from? From. If you are African, where are you from? from. You know, like just to gauge an idea, you know. Which would be nice because then they won't be so broad on everything and think. Right. Oh, you have, you're from, you're Asian child. Okay, well, let's see. Let's choose one of, just one Asian um, country that we know. And then that's, that's how we go from. Right. Or let's choose one African country that we know. And that's where we're going to go from. And I, that, right. when I was in school, that used to get on my last nerve. Because every time mm-hmm. Kwanzaa came around, I promise yep. you, I kid you not. I you were going to say that. It was always, um, Caroline, how do you pronounce these? How am I supposed to know? Right. First of all, Africans, we don't even celebrate Kwanzaa. Right. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and second of all, um, we all speak different languages. You got the 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 Kwanzaa words are in Swahili. I don't speak Swahili, yeah. so I can't help you. Like I kid you, every grade they will always look at me like, "Hi," especially the um, I think it's Kuji Kuji Chakalia. I think I don't know. I think I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I don't speak Swahili, but they will always look at me to pronounce it, and I used to be like, "I don't know." And then you get the kids like, "How don't you know? Aren't you African?" Um. Africa is a continent. It's not a country. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. first, let's yes. start from there. <laughs> right. And like, it, it does make you feel like, you know, like everyone assumes, and they still do mm-hmm. assume that I'm Chinese. And I'm like, what? Like, how much like, you ask? <laughs> Listen, Asia is a big continent, and China is big, but I'm not Chinese. Not, right. And it's not the only like, country. In what Asia. you order? from the Chinese food store is not what I eat. I don't eat pork fried rice. You know, like, I don't make that. Like, I don't eat, I mean, I eat lo mein, but I don't make it. It's not Vietnamese either, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on now, people. Like, get it together. Like, what are you teaching your kids to at the same time? Right, because they're picking up the same thing. Like, oh, it's all the same. Like, no, no, it's really not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> And that's like crazy because like American culture makes us shield our cultures mm-hmm. and cover it up when we shouldn't. And it's hard to like try to make our culture priority when these right. kids go to school or they go out to the world and right. it's kind of like downgraded to, you know, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, fall is apple picking. We can go apple picking in Vietnam. Apples to pick, right? (laughs) Or in Puerto Rico, so you know they're like, 
if we do it, you know, it's the American thing to do. But right. At the same time, you know, you it's just an it. activity for us to do. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's not like one of those things like, oh, is that in your culture? No, no, it's not. But it's fun to apple pick. But yeah, no. It's like with, like Halloween and stuff. And I was just telling my husband. Right. I was just telling my husband the other day, like for us, Christmas isn't celebrated the same way that it is here. Like back home, I know when I was younger, back home in Ghana, like it's not like Christmas trees. And because obviously we don't get snow, at least not in maybe in like the northern part of the country, but not everywhere in the country. You don't get snow. So it's not the whole Santa Claus stuff. It's maybe you go to church and that's the time of actually that's just I mean obviously that's not the only time that you praise the Lord but Mm -hmm. it's really the focal point of Christmas it's like when you come here is when it's the whole Christmas tree and all this other stuff and Santa Claus and all these gifts I mean yeah you get gifts but it's not the focal point of our right here it's more monetary right even for like Easter like our thing is Easter should be church. Christmas yes. should be church. Church, it's exactly. Not... And we don't even do Easter. We ours is resurrection. Sun is you know resurrection. Yeah. So yep. it's not the focal point. It's not the Easter bunny, <laughs> right? So it's... Right or Easter baskets or egg hunting. It's more right. Like we're gonna go to church. church we're right. Catholic, so we go to church. This is why we're here for this reason. Right. It's like this is the reason for this holiday not right. what they're teaching you in school but obviously it's it's and it's so it's it's not hard but it's 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 mm-hmm. you, you just have to delicately kind of navigate how to teach your kids right. the various cultures plus I mean granted they were born here obviously part of their culture is American so it's like you don't want to take that away from them but at the same time it's like hey you're also not fully so <laughs> yeah like just remember you're half and half of something at least well for your kids they're half puerto rican half being yeah and then they were born in america so <laughs> yeah. what is that they're like <laughs> i don't know what that is then right Girl, math is not my thing so i don't know what it the is, what the no, i mean we struggle in statistics in college so oh girl. sure not our thing we used to struggle <laughs> right before class trying to do that homework i, I remember oh those my days gosh <laughs> they were tough lord have mercy thank oh, god they're god. over <laughs> oh yes oh man i don't think about those days too much but right <laughs> about once in a blue right goodness gracious <laughs> So does your husband teach them a lot about their Puerto Rican culture? He tries to. I mean, he's more of a sports guy. And like, if he sees like Puerto Rican athletes and stuff, he'll bring them up and he'll be like, oh, they're from Puerto Rico. And then try to connect them to Puerto Rico. You know, like mm-hmm. how culture is and, you know, baseball is big in Puerto Rico. So right. that's a big thing. Um, when we go to his grandparents, we try to connect a lot more. Um, we haven't taken them mainly because like Aiden was born in COVID and then we just never thought about traveling too much but now we're like picking it up more also we want to try to travel to Puerto Rico with like his parents and grandparents because his grandparents were mainly from there so they could show them around right Um, I wanted to travel to Vietnam with the kids and my parents but now my parents are getting to the age where it's like 
is it easy for them to travel because it's gonna from here to vietnam it takes like basically a day Mm. the longest flight was probably be like 19 hours and then we have to take a connection flight and travel some more so it might be too much for them but i would love to do that right that would be nice i know i would um my mom wants to take my wants to take the kids to ghana and that would definitely be nice but like vietnam that's a long flight my husband is like uh (laughs) right my husband he already is not a fan of flying and he's like yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to think about that (laughs) right i don't blame him i don't blame him it's not an easy task to be going on a plane and then sitting there with kids and then if you're everyone's restless then we got a problem (laughs) right oh my gosh i know my cousin has done it I i don't know how she does it but i'm like i can't it's 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 long but it's a good thing yeah. for them to see you know the different countries that they're from and the different cultures and see a different side of it so that would be that would be nice right. but it's definitely one of those things where definitely got to be planned out and we're gonna have a lot need to bring a yeah. lot of stuff to keep them um, occupied for that long journey mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have areas like we have chinatown here right but it's chinatown we have like some vietnamese restaurants and mm-hmm. stores but do you guys have like stores and stuff that you could take them to like i try to take them to chinatown or like areas like that as much as i can when i can like just to show them around like different things and how people right. do things we don't have at least not to my knowledge of that up here in rochester um which is kind of sad there was like a restaurant that had opened up a while back and he had the clo- like literally his food was really good but then he ended up closing because he was in medical school he had opened up the shop with his sister and then his sister got married and left and he's just like well i'm just gonna go back to medical school and that was kind of sad because that was literally like the one place yeah you know i could take them. them right but a lot of the places up here is always mixed in with like um, African and Caribbean Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's mainly Caribbean so it's like there's not a lot but when we go down to New York City obviously they get a lot of like my culture because of my Mm -hmm. family because they're definitely deep rooted in our culture and in in all over New York City there are like African markets that they can go to and see the different things but up here there's not i wish there was honestly and there used to be like this um i think it's like a Ghanaian association that used to be up here in the past and they would have like a dinner once a year um and i went once with my sister when she was up here and i think they did it with like Ghanaians and nigerians like a bunch of africans Mm -hmm. that would go and it was really nice and now that's gone so it's like they don't really have that up here which is kind of sad because it's like that would be a great way for them to like you know see people and just get immersed in the culture but yeah we have that oh like here we have the puerto rican festival and then we just have chinatown which does like lunar new year parades and stuff that we can take them to and be open to like, I wish you had something up there. Like, even, like, a day of, like, a festival or something. Right. Like, they have the... The biggest thing is they do have, like, the Caribbean festival and parades and stuff. But it's like, mm, I'm not Caribbean. It's too generalized. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not Caribbean. My country is definitely not in the Caribbean islands. 
so that doesn't help me much. Right. Um, but yeah, they really, I really wish they would bring back that association because that would definitely be something great for them to see. And, you know, because yeah. it's, because they do have, I don't really know what they have. I know they have a good amount of Ghanaians up here. I know they have a lot of other Africans, but still, you know, just to see the different cultures, but they, yeah. Right. I know they, they have, um, Girl, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I know it is <laughs> right. A lot of work. A lot of work. I don't blame it. You. Is that would be nice. I I did try once to do that to bring it back, but um, I I think the day that I wanted to have the event, the crazy thing is, I started planning it. I didn't get a lot of response from like a lot of the um, community, the African community, yeah. and then like maybe two days before the event that's when I got a bunch of responses like oh you still putting this on I would love to come to do for um because I was trying to do it for Ghana's Independence Day and then I'm like how why just like an African how can I wait until the last minute (laughs) (laughs) like I thought I said you know what forget it I'm not gonna do it because it's like the thing was coming up and I think it was like maybe four or five days before the event and that's when people were contacting me. And I'm like, why y'all so late? You know what? So Next last time, minute. very. And I can say that because I'm going in and I already know that I'm last minute at some times. <laughs> that's just not y'all. That's us too. <laughs> <laughs> you come in like an hour or two after the event started. But you know, they're like, you know, at least we came. But no, that's not the point. Yeah, come no. on time, guys. Come on time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would have been nice to have started because that would have been something to continue and for the right. Community. But I fell back on that, which is kind of sad. Maybe one day I'll do it actually because I would, I definitely yeah. would have liked to. Not now, one right? Day. <laughs> one day, let them get a little bit older because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can help and appreciate it. Right, because right now that it would be left up to me and. That's too much, all these kids. And they got too much going on with all their sports and and such. And I can't do it all together. One day at a time. Mm-hmm. One day at a time. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. But what would you say to like a, um, a parent, another parent who may be kind of feeling the same way that you are or going through, or may, you know, maybe they just had a child and the background, mm-hmm. their backgrounds are... Um, different they, yeah they may have a kid a child who has two different parents background or it could even be three because one parent can yeah. be from two different places but some people are half and half of right. this soon enough no one's gonna be like fully 100 percent no. anything so <laughs> which is a beautiful thing it is yeah. it really is but it's trying to incorporate both cultures into the life of the child can be hard to navigate because again like I said you, you right. have to try and not to you want to try to be equal in teaching them so they know both or sometimes three or four because one both parents could be from two different places so that's four different countries <laughs> right and that'll be you know they can they should definitely like talk about it with each other mm-hmm. prior to and then right. after as well you know and you have to adapt as the child grows right. but 
you know, like for us, like two holidays, like my new year doesn't coincide with a different holiday for Puerto Rico, right? So, right. like different things. Whoa! Oh, so. <laughs> oh, sorry, my child loves dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they won't collide with each other, right? So we have to understand each other and how things are coming for like, which important, which holidays are important for my culture versus which ones are important for his. Right. And make sure that we come together and celebrate them even though they're if they do coincide you know make sure we both make sure that they're comp uh you know come together as one mm-hmm. even if like you know for holidays we do we split it sometimes like mm-hmm. christmas we'll see his parents his family first and then we'll see mine to make sure that we make equal time for both right, right. um mine more for like we're catholic so we celebrate we're he's they're catholic too but they are not as strong catholics mm-hmm but they do like to celebrate it so right. we don't like push it to the side like thanksgiving that's both like an american holiday so we just come together for right um but you know like if one family is more pushing towards like one holiday is more important to them then we'll try to do that right more and then like i'll see my family like a different day if anything you know like it's not a big mm-hmm. deal but there's always a compromise just make sure that it's voiced out and heard because you don't want one family to be hurt versus the other you know right and then like the kids get to see both sides Mm -hmm. and then they get to understand and then as they get older they'll be like okay you know understanding why we're doing certain things and a certain thing too you know i mean it's all about talking communicating figuring out but you know like all moms and parents we figure everything out (laughs) we sure do a lot of times it's figuring out on the fly. It's just like, yeah, you know, we don't we we don't have a playbook. So whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Listen, if there's a playbook, y'all let me know where to find it. Girl, one. I need one because sometimes I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Because this motherhood business, I don't know. They somebody needs to write a true book because I feel like they're they don't have a true book, right? And this is also what the topic is like. There's a lot of parents that I've like run into their friends and stuff, and they're very adamant about like teaching their kids about their language, not English. Mm. But for me, it's like if they pick it up now, great. If they don't, okay. Because mm. the reality is, our kids are going to American schools, right? And like my kids know some Vietnamese; they understand it they'll say some words and that's good enough for me because right. once they get into school they gotta speak english but luckily like these schools are speaking they're teaching spanish so that takes care oh, of that side, right, right? <laughs> luckily but you know like i feel like sometimes i'm being judged for not making it like my top priority to speak season vietnamese but you know i did what i could when they were younger mm-hmm. and now they're just you know the TV shows they watch are in English. The videos they watch are in English. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like, what can I do? Like, do you hear that or see that? You know? Um, I do. I know my my family would definitely, especially my mom, she would definitely want me to teach them more of our language. But like you, it's like, for me, I, I, I grew up because my mom was adamant. No, we're here in America, yes, but you are Ghanaian, so you're going to know our language. So all the time, once we got home, it was 
only in our language like she would not speak English that's how you know we kept it but for my kids it's like like you it's like they pick up on some some words and I feel happy about that (laughs) yeah I mean I would like them to know more but I'm not pushing them to because I mean part of their culture is American you know so it's like yeah when they go to school English like you said when they watch TV English yes I'm gonna teach them different things different words but it's not my top priority and sometimes I feel bad about that because I feel like because I feel like maybe I should do it and also I feel like I'm judged for not doing it because you know there's a lot of other Ghanaian parents that I know that are younger that started teaching their kids um our language but I'm like listen not my top priority here so (laughs) yeah that too you know like you don't want your kids to be left out either right right school so Mm -hmm. but I mean I'm I right now I I do try to teach them little things and I found like this tutoring service that um I could have them and I interviewed the guy for my um podcast Mm -hmm. too and like he has it where you know they can learn different languages for five dollars and um it's really great and it's great for my kids but you know I don't know that's the one thing that what I wasn't I I didn't really push as much as I could Mm -hmm. have my thing was I wanted them to know at least you know the country that I'm from because that's part of their right um, that's part of their culture the flag obviously where it is on a map <laughs> yeah um and all of that and the clothes and stuff like that and obviously the food because when we go see my family that's all they gonna eat because we don't make a lot of american food so <laughs> so at least that so yeah. those things and then when they go to um, visit my mom and my sisters and my brother mm-hmm. and my nieces and nephews down in New York City. I mean, they speak our language too, so it's like they get it from that. But I don't know. Yeah, and I don't think we should be judged by it. I mean, we try our best. We're like foreign, you know. We're in a foreign mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. So, and it's like, like when I see that I get judged for it, I'm like, why? Like, you know, like you didn't send your kids to school, right? Like. They're gonna have to learn English or they're gonna speak English. Mm-hmm. So, you know, eventually things are gonna die down and dwindle down, you know, for right. right. But, and I think I maybe that's why people are exactly, I think that's probably why people are so judgmental because they don't, they don't want it to die down or dwindle down. They want to keep the culture alive. And I, I agree, but it's like, as parents, we have to do a lot there's like so much that goes into this we gotta keep these kids alive okay so yeah (laughs) we have different challenges right like we have our kids have so much technology now versus when we had technology which was like none Mm -hmm. (laughs) right at all (laughs) like think about it we were the first people to use facebook like come on um girl so It was actually probably easier for them to just for us to learn our language, our native languages, versus mm-hmm. them because they hear so many things in English. So exactly, and you know, listen, we're doing a great job, Caroline. We are doing a great job. We are okay. Yeah. Leave us alone. <laughs> Let us live. 
Right. We will buy Rosetta Stone when we need to. Right. <laughs> or there's YouTube. Listen, my youngest right. daughter, she she YouTubed it once when we went down to New York City and even when we when we're here, she'll always put on YouTube to try to learn my language. And I'm like, hey, more power to you. Good job, girl. <laughs> right, right. YouTube is a big uh, tool we can use too, but it is. I'll take that one day. I'll take that one day. <laughs> right. Because, like I said, there is um, a lot that we already have to do for mm-hmm. our kids, and people should be happy that we're that they're alive and healthy. Okay, they got food right. to eat, a place to live in. So right. I should get kudos just for that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I think the food that we give them from our culture is already a big mm-hmm. help. You know, like yes, it teaches them a lot. It does. And it teaches them about just the, how different, like, like you said, how, honestly, how different the cultures are, the food, everything. So at least start there. And that's what I did. So yeah, Kat, we're good. We are good. We're good. <laughs> you give you a high five. Yes. <laughs> I want some of your rice though when I get there. So don't, don't, don't forget girl you're gonna get it separate okay and you're gonna care. be happy with it the separate i'm okay. happy with anything i ain't asking for for the one together i'm not for... <laughs> i'm not picky all right <laughs> good because my husband be so picky and he always calling my mama like well she... he better call your mom and learn how to make it then because <laughs> that's what i said if you want it so much learn how to do it because right the way my mind is not computing on how to make it together. So you're lucky nope. I even make it separate. Exactly. <laughs> my husband too. He's like, how come you don't make it like your mom? I was like, Claire, I'm not in the 60s and I didn't grow up in Vietnam. So you're going to learn the, the right. watered down way, the way exactly. that I can try to do it. So. Thank you. <laughs> like, listen, if we, if I, if we were in our respective countries and we right. were there for years, man. I'd be whipping up these dishes so quick. Right. They've been different. Yes, but listen. I also, tried. we can't get all the same ingredients here, so he needs to calm down. <laughs> At all. And the worst part is, especially here in Rochester, like they don't have an African market for me to be able to go and buy all the stuff that I need. And that's what I always tell him. I got to go to Wegman, Walmart, and like. Yeah. In that one aisle. Thank you. The two shelves you find. Right. Like, how, how is this going to help me? We have an Asian market here, but it's Korean-based. So I'm just like, oh, I can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we try our best. We try our best. Right. We should definitely get, um, our husband should give us grace. <laughs> because, sure, listen. Right? We, we don't have what we need to make these dishes we try our best at least they're not going hungry that's that's all no. there that is your stomach <laughs> is full all the time so you should be okay <laughs> i think we're doing an amazing job we really given are. our circumstances yes circumstances. we sure are but thank you so much for joining me Kat. i'm so of glad course. we're gonna sit and chat Girl, I'll, I'll come down anytime i'll come back on it anytime yes please do because you know we got more stuff to talk about yes i've got you thank you 
<laughs> this was so much fun though. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Yes, it was. Thank you so much for coming. And I really appreciate you being here and taking the time because I know you're busy, you know, and your so little man you. is there. Right. So it's good to be able to take these this time out and sit and chit chat. Being mothers and parents, yeah. you know, we just we don't have the time. <laughs> Thank you all for joining me and Kat. And remember, I upload every Wednesday, sometimes Thursdays. And if you want to join in in the conversations, please join me in my Facebook group, The Lazy Mom Podcast group, or my Facebook page, The Lazy Mom Podcast. Um, and don't forget to visit my website, thelazymomblog.com, where you can listen to all my new episodes and go back and listen to the previous episodes that you have missed. And while you're on my website, don't forget to hit the shop and get your Lazy Mom Podcast merch and support this podcast. If you want to reach out, just remember, you can reach out to me on my website or via email, thelazymom37 at gmail.com. And come back next week on a brand new episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast.